Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us tonight here on Sweet Liberty. It is Thursday, and it is the 28th of September in the year 2006. We're on uh, not usually Thursday nights, as you know. Last night, Alan was our guest, and, um, and we were in a conversation. And I hoped that we would be able to pick it up this evening. I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know. We never know anyway, do we, Alan? <laughs> it's a long and winding road. It's a long and winding road and a wheel within a wheel. Mm-hmm. And when we were closing last night, Alan, um, my parting comments, I believe, you know, we, we, we do, we have since 1998 have been on the air together a lot and of course um, the history that you have given us and the people whose eyes have been opened because of the information that has been imparted um, and and the one thing for me that has been missing as I said last night it feels that each program at least part of each program Someplace in it um, would would touch on the spiritual issues because we have touched on so much. I mean, there has been a lot of conversation about religion, and you said without any uh, qualms, without any ifs, ands, or buts, all religions are man-made, and they were made by man to control the minds, the beliefs, and therefore the behavior of people. And, and the people who have listened, many of our listeners have begun to realize that the religion that they have selected or were born into has been a lie. And it's, as I said, it's left a lot of people. And I, I couldn't, I don't have a count. I, that's by phone calls that I've received, letters that I've received, but mostly phone calls. Now that I'm not doing shortwave anymore, people feeling lost, floundering, literally. Because they're, they're, they realize the, the religion, the lies that religions have been teaching. And yet, what is there for somebody to hold on to? What is there for somebody, and not another myth, you see. And that's yep. why I ask if we could pick this up tonight. I don't know uh, where we're going to go with it, or what you would be willing to talk about. You've got a it's a quandary really for people because they generally jump out of one religion into another. I know that. That standard uh, path that they take, uh, and yet as I keep saying over and over, if this is the place where matter and spirit meet, uh, and since this is a very important place for it to happen, since it's the only place for it to happen. Uh, therefore, what you do in this life is of utmost importance. importance. Therefore, uh, you find your way towards one by living in the other. You, you, you work your way towards something um, which comes, which comes with time, if, if you're doing all the right things, which, which generally um, are not just for yourself. Uh, you help yourself as a side effect of doing the right things. And it's a complete re-evaluation of everything which you held dear previously. Uh, the old story about dying the death to be reborn it was uh, an, an ancient saying. And it's ancient and it's, an, it's modern at the same time because it's the same path everyone must take, at least to start off with, where you truly look around all the things that you've chased all your life. Um, the young ones are being chased to go after the same things at the moment and you, you, you for the first time truly evaluate them and, and you, you make a distinguishing um, line between one and the other what truly is important in this life and uh, quite a few years ago you remember a guy phoned me in and oh no he I think yeah he phoned I think and he said he said, you've got to get a computer around. He says, this has become my best friend, my therapist has become everything to me. And I said to him, 
you lose yourself in the process. I say because it says you can die and you can have that glass screen next to you as you're dying, but personally I'd rather have a human hand holding mine. Yes. So uh, we're caught up in a time where science has become uh, the sub-god, you might say, of this system. We've all been trained that if an expert says something in a white coat, then it's the gospel truth. And yet science is taking us into a form of oblivion for ourselves. E e albeit it'll be a, uh, almost a painless one eventually. Uh, as, as people go through the changes, they're already adapting to them. But we're losing every single thing, the uniqueness of being human in the process. And what is the and uniqueness? And that's the question that people have to ask themselves. Uh, do they want to go uh, on this, this path that's already been chosen by the elite for us? Or are they going to start now and uh, standing up and saying no? Uh, saying no to what's that's happening? That's a personal choice. Is that what you're saying? To, to where we're being directed, yeah. Um, we have lost so many things just in the last 50 years uh, that we used to call our humanity. We have lost um, uh, the sacredness of life, number one. That's why it was always held up, even in the courts they had to hold it up. Uh, because of the religious traditions, which at least had that correct, that life itself was a sacred thing. We've watched ourselves being allowed. We've, we've actually helped and enabled it to happen. How? Uh, to, all the way to abortion. How have we helped and step. enabled it, Alan? Pardon? How have we helped and enabled it? Because, because our own drives. We're told, you unshackle your drives, let them go. You don't have to hold them back anymore. You don't have to be morally or personally responsible for your drives. Well... That was the first part. Yeah, but... Uh, and then, then it was encouraged from the top. It was called the sexual revolution. And the sexual revolution was do your own thing. Uh, there's, all, there's something there to take care of any fallout. Don't worry, just do it. Then the next part, of course... We've already seen the business that's been flourishing quietly now it's in the open to do with body parts and uh, stem cells. Uh, it's a flourishing business. I know it is, but what does this have to do and with... And we think, we think, and, and we, 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 we graze all through this, accepting it until it's now normal. Uh, who is, and with Alan, you're, you're, ta you're, you're talking, though, with a, like a great big, huge, wide brush... And, and like everybody has accepted it. Well, do you want me to be specific and name names? Or no, that you? isn't we're the point. To, we're talking to everybody because everybody knows what I mean. Most people have drifted through this as though it didn't affect them. It didn't affect them. And of course it has affected us because a lot of the listeners out there have already had inoculations and they use fetal tissue to make them. And their children have as well. So our silence as we drifted through this uh, 60s, 70s, and 80s period uh, has enabled them to go so far. And with every bit of our humanity we give away, it makes it easier to give the next part away. Yes. And once again, and I'm not asking you to name names, but uh, people who got vaccines, I had my two daughters vaccinated, Alan, not because I didn't care or love my daughters, because I didn't know any better. And maybe when an individual finds out the dangers of these and continues to do it, then they would fit in that group that is going along with it. But, but not everybody goes along with this. Not everybody does. You'd be surprised how much people go along with so many things which are wrong because it's over there that it's happening or it's in the other part of the country or whatever. Um, everything comes round to us eventually. Everything that happens anywhere on the planet eventually comes round to us. 
Why? And this was something which at one time was understood. That's why there was such indignation when something was something terrible was happening somewhere else, and we demanded it be stopped or whatever. Um, but today it's almost as though everything is remote from us because we have been depersonalized uh, scientifically, gradually, uh, until even, um, say, the family is, is pretty well non-existent today. That too. Everything has been attacked um, with gradualism. And uh, uh, now the state has, beca has become the god. Now many people saw this coming and wrote about it. Um, like, like to say Carl Jung, uh, who warned us all about the future we were allowing to happen. But because it was supposedly the good times, uh, the music, the sex, the drugs, the do your own thing, the shackles are off, um, it, was, it was so much fun to do it all. Are you, um, let me ask you this, I, you know, I, maybe, since I've been doing the broadcast, Sweet Liberty, uh -huh. I've had a sense of our listeners. In the beginning, when I was on shortwave, the majority of our listeners were fundamentalist Christian that, you know, the, the Old Testament, New Testament, the dichotomy, every word was true regardless. And it, it's come such a long way that I... Um, my sense of the people who are listening to this broadcast today, they're not listening uh, out, out of a desire for entertainment because the conversations are just too intense for people to be entertained by them. And, and I know that. I wonder, would you... But there's also people, too, who want to hear what they want to hear. Well, uh, do, do you they think... Also, they also call me. They call you, yes, but the people that are listening to this broadcast, do you think they're listening because they're he here? There's a spectrum, a broad spectrum out there. However, we've all gone through the same things, really. Well, yes, uh, we have. Well. I was wondering if tonight maybe you would speak to an audience that you know that the, the, a lot of them have come out of the lies or are in a, a process of coming out of the lies. And I wonder if you would speak to that understanding that so many of our listeners are coming to rather than throwing this out there, like, you know, well, we all are the mass and we've all done this. And I, I've done things, as I said, the vaccinations. I had no idea. And there was uh, evidently within me some, thank heaven, knowing when the mumps and the measles and these vaccines came out and I got the calls from the doctor's office, I said, no, I wasn't going to do it. It wasn't because, oh, I realized that it uh, is creating autism or that there is mercury in it or, or, or aluminum. People, many people who vaccinated their children did it because they loved their children and truly believed that it was the right thing to do. Yeah, because they worshipped the, the white coats. I didn't. I didn't trained. worship white coats, Alan. They were already trained. I mean, I I was a toddler when we got all the U.S. Um, reruns of Ben Casey and Doctor Kildare and all this kind of stuff. Through drama, the people were propagandized into seeing these people uh, differently than they actually were. And there's more of it today than there ever was before, actually with CSI and all the rest of them. And you think that... a fictional you, account. You think that uh, a great majority of our listeners are in that mode, in that frame of mind? There's hardly a person escaped uh, the subtle indoctrination, but very direct, that came through the TV era. It's given them so many opinions. and It really has directed them in different ways. That's what it was given out for the, to the public to do. just as a, as a computer followed it. Um, I, I always say that the tools that were given are uh, really, uh, the, the secondary effect is that we can use them, but it's never the primary uh, reason they're given out. <coughs> they're given out for more control purposes. Information has always been controlled because you come to conclusions according to how much or what type 
of information you're given. But mostly behavior is, is done through uh, fiction. We emulate what we see. And that, that's always been understood. So the, um, see, the people who are looking for answers have to be responsible for their knowledge that they already have. You don't sit with it. You don't sit with There's no point in teaching someone to sit at home and purr like a cat. What they does that mean? Uh, many people want comfort. Uh, they want to be told, uh, they're there, everything will be okay for you. Uh, that's, I'll leave that to the New Age movement that tells them, oh, nothing's real anyway, so don't worry about it. And, and uh, life will just go on and on forever for them. Uh, that is what I mean. Uh, people have to realize that here, as they walk the planet, they have a job to use the information they have. And that means uh, risking losing friends. Um, they're not your friends anyway if they walk away. It, it, it means you take the data, uh, you photocopy, you do whatever you can with it, and you pass it out. I know people who do that. I know you too. And I do also. And, uh, so. Yeah. And, and they are concerned not just about themselves, but they're concerned about others. And that's what we have to hold on to. Because the system has been trying for years to, to break that connection between people. Uh, the I'm all right, Jack type society. Uh, we must hang on to that. That's a need to share with other people our concerns for their sake as well. But you can teach people forever who will never ever use it. And uh, that's a waste of time. People have to use it. They've got to stick their heads up above the trenches and... Um, and get information. Now, even if you only eventually change five people in your lifetime, you've done more than most. Yes, and um, I, I don't know how many people you've talked to. I would think that you have that listen to this broadcast, that have called you, that have called me, uh, that have lost their friends uh -huh. and their families, many people, yep. lose their families because of it. What what that's what I'm saying is that the um, the mind set the heart set of people that I talk to they're not what you're talking about right now and that's why and we've talked about this since 1998 and that's mm -hmm. why I was hoping maybe this evening that we don't you know do the general all over you know that's what everybody does I don't. There's many of our listeners that they've sacrificed, well, their friends and their family. They're, they they feel alone. Sacrificed. Pardon? They've not sacrificed it. They were never used. No, no. I, it that. feels okay. like, a, yes, but it, you know what? It feels like a sacrifice when it happens. Uh, the, the change is within the person. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. And it's definitely nothing to regret. Uh, truth has a price. It is a, uh, it, it, everything in this world is a cause and effect. Yeah, I used the, I we, used the wrong word. Truth. I did use yeah. the wrong word, sacrifice. Uh, and, and, and I said it feels like a sacrifice when it happens. It uh -huh. is um, within them that, yeah. that they... They have a, an impelling urging to share what they know. Yeah. And because of yeah. that, they've lost friends. They've lost family. Many of them, Alan, I've taught yeah. over these past ten and a half years. I, I couldn't even guess the number of people that I've spoken with. They feel like loners. They feel alone. In fact, that's a lot of times why they call, because they have sometimes to talk to somebody that they can relate with yeah. and that's uh, there's a lot of people in our listening audience yeah. that fit that 
Yes. And so they're doing. But, you know, it, I, I don't see it the same way. You see. You don't. Uh, I don't see. I don't view that the same way. Uh, when you have broken away, and I will call it the. Ma- the what? Stereotype. Well, the mass. Say. Oh, the mass. Okay. The stereotype. When you've broken out of it, uh, e- even though you, you'll still see um, or have a, the, the feeling for the old ones in a while, um, you should really go on and, and be thankful, uh, in a sense, to rejoice even, uh, because there's nothing more wonderful than breaking through. There's nothing to compare with it. You can have sadness at those you've left behind, and the knowledge that they'll probably always be there. Not 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 necessarily so, but probably a good chance. But uh, you rejoice in the fact that you've broken through. When you can break through this system with all of the sciences behind it and the wisdom of the ages that's meant to keep you in a mental straitjacket from birth till death, when you've overcome that, you've overcome the world. And you can go on from there. And, and yes, you, 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 you won't be part of the crowd, but that's part of what you sought after. When you look, don't ask for it on your conditions. Yes, I found that out. I found that out. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's like, yeah. you, you want truth with no, with no attachments. Uh, you don't want any guarantees. And I say to people all the time, I said, do you really, really want truth? Are you sure? And I'll, and I'll warn them, uh, you'll never be the same again. And I'll say, what's dear to you? They'll tell me what's dear to them. And generally by that, I will go further with them. Or not. In other words, what if they said, yeah. my family is dear to me? Uh, well, then I'd ask them, just how dear would you be willing to sacrifice losing them? And if they wouldn't. So it is a sacrifice in your mind? Uh, to them it is, not to me. Not to, see, there's a, there's a new belonging, you see. You only belong with that which is um, on the same walk as yourself. You can't go back when you've opened Pandora's box. You can never you go, go back. back, no. No. No, I and, know and that. And so you, you certainly, you see, you've left, as I see, the masked man behind um, you've walked out of that room forever and okay. if you still have nostalgia uh, then that will play on you and that can bring you down again nostalgia uh, but you, you still can't go back because you can't uh, so you have a choice to work your, your way through it and realize that whether you like it or not you're not one of them anymore And when that does happen, I've experienced it. Of course, I'm not, you know, at that point where I'm walking on water. Uh, when the, the 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 tension comes between you and your loved ones in family, your children or anybody in family, because of what you know. And because you are so compelled to share it, and then they'll say, oh, please, don't start uh, preaching again. Well, Alan, that hurts. Mm-hmm. And, and it, that's it, why it I seems tell to them, me... Don't preach to your family. Yeah. Well, it, 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 is it preaching? Is it preaching yeah. when you find, oh, well, wait a minute. How, how do you know what's preaching unless I say... Preaching is, is when you were speaking in, uh, on something which they cannot possibly at the moment relate to. In other and words, let you know it. In other words, in other words, if you're talking about uh, some new information you found on a particular product that they might be using that is damaging livers. Now, uh, to them, if they have no interest in it themselves, uh, then you're just being a control freak. Oh That's well, Alan. Isn't it a possibility? I mean, now this is a little bit of a double uh, standard here we've got because we have to, as you just said, we have got to stand up. We have got to do, uh, share information that we have. Maybe our responsibility is to say that and then let it go. 
knowing that they're going to make the choice. Yeah, but how, how many people do you know can let it go? I'm talking about this particular situation, any particular situation, where we finally realize that there are certain people who will and certain people who won't. And, and interestingly, when it's your family and they're in your heart, it, 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 uh, it hurts even though, even though you're compelled to, it hurts. And, 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 and I, I'm not sure because maybe I misunderstood, but it seems like what you said is you gotta get through that and, you know, if you even have nostalgia, it's gonna hold you back. Does that That's mean, right. and, and, does and that, that mean that we have to quit feeling, Alan? You have to be able to handle feelings. Pardon? You have to be able to handle feelings in a different way. Mm. And every, every... You mean it can hurt and you can accept the hurt? Do you mean that? Yeah. Well, okay, fine. But at least... And, and you... every religion, and every single religion, you have the same allegories over and over and over that when the person changes you never look back there are reasons for not looking back and and, and in every every single 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 religion out there all of them uh, when you change yourself you belong to a different family everyone And everybody, do you see or, I don't know, in your comprehension, I know it's difficult for you to relate uh, because from, it seems, you know, from your very beginnings, there wasn't much you didn't know. But do you see that people are in uh, certain steps? Everybody isn't at the same level of awakening or understanding. And so, to take it to the very nth degree and say, if you can't do this, you may as well not even try. Uh, I wouldn't try to wake someone up who hasn't taken the first step themselves. What would be the first step? Well, well asking questions outside the box. Okay. Uh, we have to take a break here. And uh, folks, uh, stay with us. We're going to be back. Okay, we're back. And, uh, Alan, are you there? Yeah. Okay. Well, we, well, we were talking, you, you had mentioned that sharing with people, and people, people whose journey, if you would, to spiritual consciousness is, you know, on a different path. Each, I don't mean different, maybe a different, uh, a different, um, uh, level, if you would. Uh, on the journey and you said that you wouldn't even not talk to somebody but I don't know what you said but you said unless they would ask questions outside the box you wouldn't teach them something outside of their knowledge their present knowledge well, how, why would you have to why would you have to teach them if it was already their knowledge though I just said if it was if they didn't have it in them, if, in if them. they were not expressing questions, okay. the right kind of questions, then there's no point. If you try to teach someone who hasn't asked the questions, you're actually nagging them. It's no different than a born againer coming along and preaching the gospel to you over and over. It's outside of their present reality. They, they can't relate to it. So you can only teach people, and I hear it so often, because the first thing they want to do is like conversion. You want to convert the person next door to you or next to you. And, and it ends up in chaos for them. It, it makes a hell on earth for themselves and uh, their wife or husband or whoever. If you truly love a person and you know where they are in their mindset, if you truly love them, if they, and you know if they've been asking questions or not, about, about, as I say, outside the box. 
if you truly love them and you haven't been asking the questions leave them in peace you're not loving someone when you start to to nag them and that's how they see it and that causes so much conflict tremendous conflict and you have to be able to accept that that person might never have any inclination to ask the right question I've had because uh, they are making decisions I've had experiences well actually conversations with people who have told me that I said something and they didn't get it mm-hmm. and I said the same thing again another way and they finally got it but maybe it took mm-hmm. several several times yeah. uh, I, th- th- those were uh, things I didn't know about until I was told about but mm-hmm. I don't see the difference in that and in saying something uh, with, mm-hmm. and leave it go after you've said it leave it go because how do you know at what point they're going to quote get it Alan yeah but you're differentiating between just planting the occasional seed and leaving it and and then uh, wanting to save those around you these are two different things altogether um, we're talking about generalities of the occasional person that, that, that when they've listened to the radio or whatever or before, they've already been asking questions that's why they listen to these kind of shows so they're, they're asking questions Good, just okay. by seeking they're asking the questions exactly thank but you other people say those right next to you who swallow who like the, the idea of the world as it's been presented and reinforced to them um, you can't just walk in and say hey you got it all wrong um, you, you have to understand this that's a typical expression yeah. you use well maybe it and, is and, and that's I'm, I'm not talking about being that blunt yeah. I'm not talking about being blunt, that blunt and saying you've mm-hmm. got to get this or else or whatever mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And as I say, in every religion, you have little keys to, to truths which are buried from the masses because they're never really explained to the masses by the, the priests or, or preachers who are set up there. And uh, even in the West, for the Christian side, they have the same thing. They tell you a little story, a little allegory, with a truth contained within. And in the West, it was, it was Jesus and his family comes to visit and wants to to get ahead of the crowd and right up to Jesus and he's told that they're there in an audience he says oh who is my mother who is my father who are my brothers and sisters and meaning those of the same mindset were really his family I think I think people understand that don't yeah, they, you? They, they don't take that, the, that we have they might understand it but they don't understand the truth of it you see you mean the truth of the fact that those of us who are really family are of the same mind? You think they yeah, don't understand? definitely, or they're walking on the same path, or, or there's someone behind you somewhere. You know. There you go. But, but regardless, yeah, you're broken out of the There tradition. you go. Thank you. You're yeah. broken away from, you've already broken away from what was supposed to be the set-up norm. And uh, and you have to accept that uh, uh, you you are giving up that, and that was the whole point of truth. Uh, there are no guarantees with it. It doesn't say you, you only have perpetual bliss. That's for the new agers that that can think themselves in in fantasy and, and purr, as I say, like a cat forever. Um, truth uh, it will take you through mountains and valleys. And so and will. So will love, won't it, Alan? Oh, that too, because with everything, there are two sides of everything. Yes. can't truly have a, a picture of anything unless you, you truly experience both sides, the pain, um, the ecstasy, everything. These are all growing experiences, and, and it's out of all of these things that the spiritual side will develop. You can't do it without it. The spiritual uh, side will develop. Yeah. Yes. You cannot bypass it. You can't take shortcuts. You can't just uh, throw down money and say, "Teach me this." 
and I've had offers. <laughs> One guy offered 140000 if I just give him the bottom line. Bottom line of what? Truth and reality. Like you as, as know it. <laughs> like yeah, here's the he money, wants, give me he, my coffee. And, and then anything you say to him, he'll say, that's it, because Alan Watt said it. Yeah. That's the guru. Uh, that's what I told uh, you last that, night, Alan. <laughs> this yeah. isn't funny, really. It isn't but that's fun. how people are. No, it, that isn't yeah. how people are. That's how people but are with you. A lot of people, a lot of people are like that. And if you think I'm wrong, just look Alan. at the, the professional gurus in California. I know that, but okay, I understand that. But what yeah. I'm saying is, I said this last night, that you have become like a guru to a lot of people. And see, they, yeah, think, I keep telling them. they think you know everything. Yeah, and that's why I tell them, you know, don't become me. Or you believe everything I say. I, that too, check everything. And uh, and you must find yourself. That's you must good. find who you are. Wait, uh, last night when we were talking, and I mentioned to you, uh, some, uh, and I, I'm switching us grossly here, but it's kind of in the same vein, um, you had mentioned uh, back in May, in fact, I checked on the date because I want to make sure it was the 17th of May this year, and that was uh -huh. when you said that you talked to people one-on-one -on -one and you're yeah. deprogramming them, and then you're reprogramming them. And last mm -hmm. night I asked you, well, does, who has the right, you know, to uh -huh. program anybody? And you said, well, you know, you, the best you can do is give them a, 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 a place to go or a start. And I said, is that what you mean by reprogramming? And you said, no. And so I wonder, when you talk about programming somebody's mind, Alan, do you or does anybody have a right to do it? You do if, if they're completely, utterly at, a, at their wit's end. Programming and their many mind. Of them, many, many of them are at their wit's end. Um, dangerously so. What does programming somebody's mind mean then? Because maybe I'm looking at it. When you deprogram someone, you can't leave a blank sheet, or you've got a zombie. Okay. Okay. So you reprogram. You you give a basic there, a basis for them to begin with. What they do with it is up to them. Okay, so you're not really programming somebody's mind. No, I'm not. I'm not indoctrinating anybody. Well, that's what you said. You're reprogramming them. No, I'm not indoctrinating <laughs> anybody, Jackie. I know. I know you want to believe that, but because you keep saying it over and over, and I've told you I'm not doing that. No, excuse me, Alan. No, you said uh -huh. reprogramming, and I heard reprogramming. That's why I asked you to. Uh, Explain it the, the way you meant if it. If someone asks you for reaction, what would you call what you give them? If somebody a asks... A suggestion? Excuse me. Is it a suggestion if somebody, or is it a truth? If somebody asks for reality, uh -huh. I wouldn't know what to give them because I don't know what is reality. I, uh -huh. I, I, I don't... I'm not there, Alan, you know, that I have every answer. But what you give them, if they can handle it, is a, a basic platform to begin with. Like and if they want to go on with it, they can carry on themselves or they can get back to you. Okay. But at least they've got more to stand on than they had before. Okay. Well, then that isn't programming somebody's mind. Not in, in in the way I took it. And right. thank you, Alan. It's not mind control. It's not I, mind control. Well, well yeah. no, it was the use. You used the word reprogramming. And, you know, that has um, been such a topic of our conversations, how people's minds have been programmed, that when yeah. you said, I reprogrammed them, mm -hmm. I, uh, as I said, it slipped me by when you first said it and then I thought about it and I said wait a minute reprogramming 
and it, and it, I was. If I thought, let me put it straight to you, then you can get off the topic. If someone asks me for a truth and they're a bad way, I'll ask them how bad they are. I'll, I'll ask them what they've already looked at. I'll see where their, 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 the core of their problem lies. And if they're really serious, and I think they're in trouble, I will give them a basic grounding to stand on. But as I say, I'd leave it to them where they go with it. That's good. That isn't programming somebody's mind. It, it's all semantics. It's a word that we've used a lot. And you have to forgive me, Alan, if that... I of oh, what I that's you gave me what I was asking for. Jackie, you won't let it go, will you? We should move over this and go on to the next thing. Because it's explained. Unless you don't think it is explained. No. It isn't that I don't think it's explained, no. Mm-hmm. But it, it I know, and I'm going to say something else about it again, and then you're going to say, you won't let it go, will you? <laughs> because it sounds but like... But you won't, you see. If something's in your bondage, you won't let it go. If it was, wasn't bugging you, you, you'd let it go. So there's another reason why it's bugging you. And maybe it's bugging you. Maybe I'm bugging you, Alan. If you keep on about it, there's an intent somewhere which is different from what I'm hearing. Okay. So in other words, I won't have the last word and then everything... If that's important. If that's important. That's silly, yeah. You really have a way with words, don't you, Alan? (laughs) Not words. Yes. No words. Okay. All right. Well, so we have ten, about ten minutes left here. Where do we yeah. go with this? Uh, well, the topic really is about a spiritual side of someone who's breaking out of this conditioned reality. Mm-hmm. where everyone's had the same conditioning. Minor variations, minor degrees of different things, uh, maybe even abuse, because it's not an abusive system. And, uh, but however, we're all going through the same broad spectrum road, you might say, uh, to be trained in the same things, the same uh, ways of looking at things, the same understandings and conclusions. And that's mass indoctrination. That's what the whole, it's a lifelong indoctrination where we don't have to think for ourselves the answers are debated on television by experts and we pick uh, the one we like best that's why they always give you two opposing sides to politics or what a president just said or whatever everything is given to us on a plate yes and we don't really participate in anything yes and we've talked about this many many times haven't we yeah, and so therefore, if you truly want to break out of the system, you have to take the responsibility of having a purpose now. You have a purpose. Most people who don't really know what's wrong will be told by the system that it's themselves that's wrong. Therefore, they go to psychiatrists or counselors or or therapy meetings or group meetings and so on uh, and, and yet still inside there's an emptiness there and it's because they have no purpose no, no real reason for being and that gnaws away at them so when you break out of the box and you realize wait a minute uh, you can be quite correct with what you're saying as a minority of one you don't need the majority right. vote here and or that, the majority conclusions and that is when the and so it's, it's all right to be different from the rest yes 
and you've broken free, you are breaking free. And uh, you take the consequence, yeah, you might be lonely at times, but there's an added benefit because now your mind is totally free. Yes. And it becomes more free all the time. The more you want to hang on to things, the more it will hold you back. Uh, the more depressed you'll become or an off and you can go through, through a roller coaster until you, you understand that you, you belong, you don't belong to the same people anymore. You've moved on. And the spiritual side the, mm -hmm. of that individual, that is the beginning of the, the, the development. It's a road, yep, it's a road and sometimes it doesn't seem uh, clear but uh, as the tragedies happen, uh, the hope happens as well. Uh -huh. And the reality of the fulfillment of the yes. hope happens. Yes. As I said, you have mountains and valleys, and, and each time you, 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 uh, your mind really expands with understanding, and you think you've reached the top of the mountain, you're down the valley again to digest it for a while before you, you, you've got the next mountain. Yeah, that's There's like, so much to know. That's like being the little, the, the big frog in the little pond and then when you come to a new understanding you're like the little tiny frog in a great big huge pond that's right yes and and, and so you um you got to it's a matter of leaving behind and taking the risks leaving behind all that was to become something that mm -hmm. will be yes and and the choice is, is, is yours always but and you, you know, have to let go of many things too yes and I'm going to repeat what you said, is that there are people right now who are breaking out of that. And it is the beginning of their journey. And I, that was, I'm not sure that I express myself uh, in the way that, well, I grope for words, Alan, but when we were talking about people being on different paths or different levels, I don't know the word that it would be appropriate there, but you just said it, and I appreciate that, that everybody is on just awakening, opening their eyes. It's just an ongoing and ongoing process, and there are many different stages of that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what I'm saying, uh... Uh, sometimes you get a glimpse of a higher truth that can be almost overwhelming um, and that's the reward that you, you've really sought and, and it, it comes in different uh, times and periods and, and each one is worth all that you think you may have lost but at that time anyway you, you know really you lost nothing at all you've gained far more than most people and uh, as I say, you've overcome the world, a tremendous breakthrough. Yes. Tremendous. Against oh, all are you saying that that very beginning is overcoming the world because that first step is taken, Alan? Uh, when you, you've cast off everything oh. and reevaluated everything, because you have, you've changed. Once you've changed completely, you will see everything differently. Everything. Yes. You, you have a deeper insight into yourself. Uh, into why you used to think this way, um, even about acquaintances or, or, or loved ones and so on, but at the same time, uh, you've now broken through and left them. It may be sad to say, but you've left them. And you must go on from there well, and, and go yeah. higher. And maybe, uh, maybe we've left them or maybe the separation just happened. Yeah. You, you know, a, a yeah. separation, mm -hmm. and, and 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 there's just one more, and you're once again, I'll ask your forgiveness when I ask this question. It isn't to be argumentative, but it's to get in my mind um, the 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 cognitiveness of mm -hmm. this message, because you said a couple or three times when people begin to suddenly awaken, the spiritual side then will begin to develop. And then uh -huh. in, in, in the past, 
and at other times you've said everybody doesn't have spirit. We have to call it to us. And it's something that, that, that comes to you, and it's not channeling or asking for some, or, or even asking for something to come no. to you. It's just something you that know it is that, within. That, that, uh, the no- the knowledge coming closer and closer as you seek the same thing. You're seeking it. It's coming closer and closer. And uh, as I said, when you die to the old world system and its old values and indoctrinations, uh, then it, it happens much quicker. Yeah. Uh, Not everybody. The differentiation that I hope to make here is because uh-huh. you had said. Uh, on one program, Not Sweet Liberty, that there is a spirit that was made for everybody, but we That's have... That's what they always call We have to call it. And then you said, spirit doesn't always come to everybody. And That's right. Well, do you, do you, what does that mean? Does that mean that there's something... It doesn't come because see, not everybody is, is honest about the thing in the first place. No, we're, we're talking about pe- people who are calling spirit to them, and spirit doesn't always come. Yeah, and you don't have to call it that either. You can call it anything you want. It's the wisdom. It's something much bigger uh, than all of this. Much, much bigger. It's not traditional channeling or spirit guides. Oh, or I'm not. Like no, I'm not talking about that. It's way I'm beyond all of that, and it's always been the same in and every it's a, age. It, it is within each and every one of us. It's the, the capacity, the neat capacity would be there. Yes, that would be it, wouldn't it? It would be there. However, there's also um, choice <coughs> of the physical, and of the physical person as well has a personality. And and most choose never to go that in that direction. In what direction? Uh, to seek something bigger, something the other part. Oh no! But um, I was talking about those who were mm-hmm. seeking. Yeah, and, 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 and to honest with to, themselves to, because to, you cannot get, you can't get it. It won't won't happen. It will not happen unless you can stand back and look at yourself and your whole life and everything you've ever done in your life. It won't happen otherwise. And that's like calling something into us that isn't there. That's going to make a choice. That's going to make a choice whether we're going to get it or not. See, that's that's kind of a hopelessness, isn't it, Alan? Uh, It's hopeless for people like that. You can't take who you are with you with the guarantees that you will be you. But somebody who uh, dotes on you and everything you say, and uh-huh. they're, they're truly wanting truth, and they're seeking, and they're calling, yeah. and they hear, well, spirit doesn't always come. And you know what? I've talked to people that have, have, have gotten very upset with wondering if spirit going to come when they call. We're out of time. Uh, you can't wish for it, no. Then I know, I know. No, and it, it, it will come when you are honest with yourself. It'll come. When you are honest with yourself. Yep. And about yourself. Thank you.